Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Spirit Work Podcast. I'm Jason, and I have Angel here as well. Angel, how you doing? Angel, hello. Yeah, <laughs> it just Angel? it just kind of fell off. It was like, okay. "Welcome to the podcast." I'm Jason, <laughs> and then there was like a pause. Why is there always some fun, fun little technical issue with us <laughs> lately? Right, it's been a lot of. Uh, yeah weird technical things like uh the with the reading yesterday siri yeah. talking back to me yeah what was it <laughs> providing it was like, information i have the information you need yeah exactly yeah <laughs> right in the middle of a reading that was amazing oh and then uh, and then we got you got knocked off too while we were doing the reading so that was uh our tuesday our tuesday night live readings we do on instagram uh, at eight yeah. o'clock pdt time um so that, join us for that you just need to follow at angel on the eighth day and follow at cosmic itero and we'll do the updates and so forth uh, to let you know and it's kind of cool because if you're following uh, instagram will let you know when we're about to go live and stuff so you won't miss out so we're doing free uh spirit and tarot readings and believe me uh that saves you a lot of money so uh, so do sh sh show up for those. And since we're kind of in early days of that, there's a lot of time for us to still answer questions because uh, we're only usually getting about six or eight questions during the during the show. So uh, at this point, but we're getting busier and busier. So I definitely would uh, show up show up in these early days while before the before the crowds, and you'll get your yeah. question answered. Right, <laughs> beat the crowds. Yeah. So well, they're very detailed. I it yeah. you know we're um, it's a lot of information. It's yeah. definitely more than what I've seen in um, other readings, you know, where they're just kind of rushing through people. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's it's tough because, you. I mean, if you're obviously if you've got, you know, thousands of people showing up and hundreds of questions, you know, you got to just be real quick with it. Sure. Um, but but still, it's like it's kind of hard to, you know, to really get any good information out of that you know for the for the people that are getting the reading so i'm kind of glad that you know we have more time to to share with with our people so i do yeah. join for that and uh, also you've got a great contest going right now on at angel on the eighth day so please share uh yes so it's a free live uh i mean free live duh it's a free uh one-on-one -on -one reading um uh, tarot reading and um well it's probably going to be a combination of tarot and spiritual as our tuesdays are have been yeah. um and i am trying to put a cap of an hour but i feel like we it may be longer than that <laughs> depending on what information comes through but you and I are both the same way. We always intend to keep things fairly concise. Yeah. <laughs> but then more information keeps coming and we just have to share it. So yes, uh, I'm, I'm the same way. So I have to always kind of watch myself. Um, so are you going to do those uh, over the phone? Or are you going to do Zoom or what What are you going to do? Uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, oh, because uh, speaking of, right, there's a new yeah. format that you were discussing. So if, if I do, am I able to do Zoom if it's only a 40 yeah. minute cap? Well, that's oh yeah, yeah. You'd have to yeah, exactly. You'd have to pay for it if if you wanted to go. Yeah, because Zoom. So we record this podcast on Zoom, and Zoom has been free, but suddenly they're charging. So uh, so now we're trying to I, you know we're not we haven't I haven't paid for it yet. So now we're trying to figure out whether or not we're just going to go try to keep it under forty minutes, 
but we're going to break it into two parts. So we yeah. may have a pause in the middle of the show. You probably won't notice it, but um, you know, that could be, it could be how we do it, but yeah, it's, it's 40 minutes. You're right. So you might not want to do You could do Skype. I think Skype's like as long as you want. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure that I'll figure it out. If somebody has an iPhone, we could do, uh, if whoever oh, wins FaceTime. has an iPhone, we could do FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. There's so many options. Um, there you but, go. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be a great reading. And that's a, that's a really valuable uh, prize you're giving out. It's very, very cool. So yes. And all they need to do, I, I mean, you have the rules on there so they can check that out. So they yeah. just, but, but the main thing is to follow and then you've got to like certain. Follow, like, and yes. And I think, tag, uh, tag right? friends. Yeah. It's yeah. like a typical contest. Typical, typical social media deal. So there yeah. you go. All right. Very cool. Um, so yeah. So speed, let's see where we're we at. So last night uh, we did our readings. Uh, had a lot of interesting things come up. We're in the Taurus season. So we kind of started out um, really doing a general reading. And it, oh, I didn't even send you that text. So I got a text from uh, from the uh, the uh, holistic grooming uh, woman. Oh, yeah. And uh, she, uh, she, she, she was really excited. About it. I'll, I'll forward it to you. I forgot. It was, it was in one of the messages. And she was very excited about the reading. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So we did a great reading for for, for a woman that uh, that came through uh, and had a question for us and, and we got some some great feedback for her. And it turned out she's she was actually an Aries. So she went back and listened to the beginning of the show. We did like a general reading for an Aries and she said, oh, all that stuff really, uh, really resonated that from that beginning reading. So it sounded like it was it was for her, but there's probably other Aries out there that of course that it resonated for as well. So uh, yes. The other cool thing I was going to say is like about the show is that, you know, before people have questions, we do a general reading and oftentimes, you know, we're getting feedback that it's for, you know, a person that wasn't even expecting to hear it. So they'll go and watch the re uh, the recast of that and they'll be like, oh, wow, this must have been for me. So, you know, so tune in for those. Even if you don't make the live one, you can check out the video, uh, the, the video replay that uh, is posted on at Cosmic Eye Tarot uh, as well. So I'm excited about that. I'm enjoying those those readings very much, and I and I'm and I'm hoping people are getting a lot out of them. I think they are from the feedback we're getting, right? Yes, I believe so. I got a a similar message regarding the general reading that you did, and somebody saying that they felt that that was directed towards them because they, oh. a lot of what you said resonated. So that's funny how you got the message of the person <laughs> i yeah i got the message for you yeah. <laughs> got the message for me so there you go good thing good thing we're talking all the time yes <laughs> so, right all right yeah no for sure so um, i also like the themes the theme there seems to be uh themes that uh get brought up um and everybody's questions uh whomever's on there seem to have um a similar theme you know, this yeah, right. or yes, uh, this week's was, um, yeah, trusting yourself. Yeah, exactly. Trusting yourself was this. And then the week before that, it was like, it was kind of like, should I do this or that? Should right. I stay or should I go? It was like, yeah. a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. And so you get this kind of collective energy. I And, you know, I think it, it has a lot to do with the energy that's kind of bubbling up you know on the planet or whatever you know yeah stars the planets whatever the influences are going on and whatever spiritual influences are occurring in people's lives that seem to kind of resonate together at the same time a lot of times yes so i think too um like you see a lot of 
you know, a lot of times you see, like, I think the same thing goes on in bigger cycles too, with different eras and different times. It's like, you know, you look at the sixties and there's a very, you know, sort of revolutionary vibe in the seventies was a lot about kind of getting in touch with yourself and partying and kind of like, you know, understanding who you are and living for yourself and, you know, kind of coming out of that fifties, you know, gray flannel suit kind of period of time and all mm-hmm. so you see these different eras right the 90s <laughs> vibe the 2000s are having you know its own vibe so it's interesting yeah not to get uh like hyper uh political but i feel that we are in kind of like a um like a jumbled up uh not so fun bag full of everything you know we're (laughs) yeah it is a big bag full of crazy stuff isn't it yeah it's like we're almost like in human retrograde it's very odd because at the same time then there's a ton of like really like progressive and like you know really transformative things going on and there's a lot of people that are fighting that and want to go backwards it's yeah peculiar so we are sending out the positive energy for good transformative change and positivity and love. And, you know, that's what I'm praying and intending, uh, yeah. you know, out there. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting how these different themes come up though. I like that. And I think that each of the, each, each week we'll probably find that, you know, that, that kind of thing unfolds. So, so do tune in for that at cosmic Itero at angel on the eighth day. And you can, you can join in those readings and just, you know, type your question in and, and we'll, we'll get to it um so let's see what else do we have going on so taurus we're still in taurus right now um yes. and that tr- I, I just want to talk a little bit more about that trusting yourself energy so uh you know a lot of the people were talking about starting new things and kind of doubting themselves and you know maybe t- trusting their own intuition their own kind of gifts and things like that and i want to say this um for anyone that's listening you know, and I was this way too, when I was kind of first starting out with this stuff, it's like, you you always in the beginning where you're starting out, it's just like when you kind of start playing a musical instrument or something or doing anything, you know, it, you're always kind of, you know, doubting yourself and it's kind of difficult and there's like a period of learning and, you know, there's like, there's like this time where like, you're, you're kind of wondering like, is this worth it? And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying out, this stuff is so hard to learn or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And that can be, you know, psychic gifts, clairvoyance, it can be like, you know, spiritual counseling or working with other people or, what, you know, whatever it is you're doing, or, you know, even a new job or, you know, some creative endeavor, or whatever. Um, but the thing is, I, I just want to say is like, and, you know, Angel definitely doesn't have a problem with this, by the way, <laughs> is that, you know, starting out with this attitude of just like believing in yourself and really you know, having that sort of, if you want to get into this kind of, you know, astrological side, that Leo energy, that leader kind of lion type energy, where it's just like you really own your own self, uh, self-esteem and belief, belief in what you're doing and so forth. It really goes a long way, especially in the spiritual work. You really do have to have this belief that you're, you know, you're a proper channel for, for this information. You know, you're worthy of, of doing the work you want to do. Um, you know, that you have the skills. And the thing is, that makes your skills better. It's like, we kind of go out about, about it in the, in the wrong way sometimes, because belief is a big part of this type of work. You have to have faith and belief in yourself. Faith and belief in something kind of larger than yourself in a way, too. Yeah. Um, you want to do the spiritual work. So you have to understand that there's, you know, there's higher wisdom. There's, there's something at work. There's natural cycles. There's natural law. There's just, you know, there's something unfolding in the universe, right? And you want to put yourself in accordance with that. 
Um, so again, it's like there's a there's a, a kind of a at first you kind of you know I hate to use this term, but you kind of have to fake it until you make it. You have to tell yourself that you're you know that you really do have these skills, and and they do come because you believe that. Just you know, I think there's someone listening that that again is still struggling with that kind of thing, and uh, you know, just really seriously tell yourself have an, some sort of affirmation like you know I I am I believe in myself, I'm confident, I'm doing the work that I love, I'm you know channeling my spirit guides in a positive and constructive way, and I'm divinely guided, whatever it is that you use, and just uh, do that. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yes. So <laughs> I knew you had something. I could feel it. Yeah, there's this, uh, my head's starting to itch. So, you know, I, I could feel that yeah. <laughs> mine was itching along with yours. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm picking, I'm picking up your stuff. Yes. So I, I, we, you and I've talked about the yeah. whole fake it to you make it is no different than practice makes perfect. It's just how you use the words and the, whatever the connotation it has, because fake in the, oh, let me redo that one. Yeah. Faking it uh, <laughs> implies that it doesn't exist or or it might imply that it doesn't exist or it might lead people to like, and I'm not uh, trying to correct your words, but- it No, just, that's a good point, actually. I see what you're saying. Um, it might lead someone to experience imposter syndrome. And mm. if you think about that, you good know, uh, imposter syndrome with other things uh, typically are like, uh, medical or some sort of like professional something or other right but sure. you have you have those examples on earth like you have you know what it looks like uh, to be a doctor or what it looks like to be a lawyer or you have these like standards or bars that you you're um, trying to reach but in a spiritual sense imposter syndrome can kind of feel um it could kind of lead to having you feel even more lost and losing faith because everything is faith-based and well, most of it, everything is faith-based, right? We have rituals, we have things like that, but imposter syndrome for uh, spirituality can be so damaging in that sense that it takes all of that away from you. And it's, and you're saying this does not exist. I do not exist on this level. I don't exist on this plane. And that to me just seems so like void of anything that makes me joyful. You know, it just yeah. takes so much away. It's, um, I talk about this all the time with creatives, creative people. If you're not creating something or if you don't have access or an outlet to creativity, it's literally dimming your light and you feel like it's a slow death you know people would give up eating or drinking water or whatever it is as long as that they're in that creative process they are fulfilled and they feel like some sort of nourishment with spirituality if you think about it creativity is one kind of uh, aspect of who we are but spirituality seems to encompass so much of everything um your belief system how you you know, your daily functions, creativity, uh, how you view the world, um, how you approach love, how you approach connections with one another. So if you deny that by saying, no, you are an imposter, then you're kind of just left with a shell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It, it, it can be such a tricky, and thank you for complimenting me earlier, but it took a while. You know, I feel like, um, uh, when I was younger, I 
like zero through five or maybe mm -hmm. even before the womb, um, I had this really great sense of who I was, which sounds really funny, but um, it's, it's spiritually like I just knew because I didn't question it. There yeah. was no kind of thought process that was introduced by some sort of external messaging system, whether it's society or people around me, everybody, you know, viewed me as being special. And so I was, you know, that's, I tell parents all the time, like, whatever it is that you deem your children to be, they're going to prove you right. So, you know, follow that, however that may mean to you. So when I was younger, I was looked at and treated as if I was special. So I was special. And then later, no offense to the United States, but when I came to the United States, there was so many cultural clashes that didn't align with my things that I would do, or, you know, some of just the traditions of like nature and, and um, you know, other things like plants, using plants for healing, as opposed to um, modern medicine. Yeah. Uh, so when, whenever those things would be a contrast to my belief system, it made me feel wrong. Like I was doing something that was, um, I don't know, like I could be like incarcerated for, and we won't even go into that one. Cause you know, my whole past life history with all of that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it can be tough, but stick, stick it out, you know, like believe in yeah. yourself, uh, just listen to the messages that life gives you, whether it's dreams or synchronicities, um, all of that, just keep paying attention and don't, don't lose sight of who you are. Yeah, exactly. What do you think, uh, is a better, uh, a better, a better thing we could say instead of fake it until you make it? It's like maybe, well, I feel like practice, uh, practice makes perfect or something like practice, that. Yeah. Or practice makes better practice. Well, think about it. I have to think well, about this, but the idea really then is instead of, yeah, instead of thinking about like you're, that you're faking something really just try to try to visualize and kind of experience and embody it and believe, believe in your, you know, believe in it and create it in your mind before you're going to kind of see it in reality instead of, right. this is a better way of saying that because it's not fake. I mean, what you, what you believe within about yourself and what you visualize and what you, you know, what you say to yourself and how you see the world and so on is how you're going to experience the outer world. Yeah. You know, and you're going to well, mold your physical life into that image of yourself that you have within you. Sure. Right? But yeah, yeah, definitely. And then isn't there a thing, isn't there a term or something called like magical practice or uh, something like the sort? Everything, every, sure. every, all of the things that I can think of right now, they, they usually have a practice that is like attached to them. So like meditation practice. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spiritual practice. So even if you just use it by that definition, you know, that's all we're doing is practicing. It's uh, like a self-esteem practice or a, yeah. or a, you know, a kind of destiny practice or something like you're just getting yourself ready within to, you know, fulfill that dream that you have that you want to achieve on the, on the outside. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. We'll have to work on that. I like, I like that idea. Maybe we can come yeah, because your meditation practice, I'm sure is not, um, you're not at the same place that you were when you first started. 
No. You yeah. probably have it really honed down now, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the ritual work and magical work and all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the it's the practice of it. That's a good word. Just like thinking about, you know, kind of life as a practice and, you know, your own life as a, as a sort of practice in that, um, you know, it's a constant evolution. There's a constant evolution. And, and, a, and, a, and, and the more that you uh, put in, you know, affirmation-wise, visualization, ritual, using your using your creative imagination to manifest and all those different things the better you get at it you know in, in healing work and clairvoyant work and psychic work and doing readings and you know all of this stuff is the same thing the more that you do it the better that you get at it the more that you believe in yourself the better you are at it and so yeah. it's like this it's like an upward spiral instead of a downward shame spiral. It's a, like an upward evolutionary spiral in a, in a, in a way, but it could be a spiral towards the inside, you know, the inner world too. I mean, it doesn't, we don't have to look at it as up or down, but there's, there's a sort of progression that occurs when you, you know, it's like, it's, it's just, a, it's a feedback loop. Let's call it that a feedback loop. Right. So you do something, you get some positive feedback, you feel better, you do more, you get more positive feedback, you know, so, and you've got to kind of like kickstart that yourself in a way, uh, because sometimes the outside world isn't approving of what you're doing. Sometimes your family and your friends aren't approving of what you're doing. So you're like, okay, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, you know, find that within myself. And then gradually I'll, I'll build my people around me that support me in that endeavor. You know, you'll attract that to yourself, but you, it kind of has to start with you. And that's the, that's when it's challenging because you're like, the whole world feels like it's against you a lot of times when you're trying to manifest certain things in your life, if, you know, if, if people around you don't agree with that. Yeah. So, you know, it, it takes a lot of courage. There's a lot of sort of dragon slaying going on. And I think a lot of that mythological kind of uh, inner work is really, really powerful. Uh, when you're going through those challenging times, kind of, you know, imagining yourself in those kind of more heroic kind of ways of looking at things can help too. Yeah. You know, there's well, a, lot of, a lot of different ways. Of it's just so interesting how like certain words will take on uh, a different connotation or meaning or feeling, mm -hmm. because as I'm thinking about, you know, using practice for this, like spiritual practice will take on a certain energy, right? But then when you think about a practitioner, is that that it's a medical practice it's a legal practice you know they're all practices yeah and, practices you know so it's like what why why do we have to like uh kind of pin ourselves against ourselves in that sense you know? yeah yeah it's true i think and i think part of the reason like you know we, we renamed the show to spirit work was to reflect that idea of that practice or that work yeah goes into into this kind of stuff and you know creating creating a life and you know listening to your soul and watching your dreams and you know really honoring you know your own destiny or your own path is 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 hard work i mean honestly it's not a, it's not an easy thing most people kind of acquiesce to life and what it, it it you know what life kind of tells you you're supposed to do and by life we mean the culture that's around you the people that are around your family whatever but to kind of go your own way and be sort of a renegade, it's it's challenging, you know? Yeah. If you're kind of going against the grain of like, if everybody's always been a banker in your family and you don't want to be a banker or, you know, everybody's in the music business and you want to be an accountant, I mean, it's weird, you know, to, to the family or to whatever structure you grow up in. And, you know, to, to kind of live your own life, it, it, takes, it takes some guts and some, some, some strength. 
Yeah, and I think so. So you got to you've also got to like kind of pat yourself on the back for the progress that you made, even if it feels like you're flailing around and you're not really getting anywhere. It's, you know, just kind of taking this path, uh, whatever it is, the spiritual path or your own creative path or your own business or whatever you're doing that kind of runs against the grain of, you know, the folks around you. You know, you're, you're being, you know, it's it's a heroic endeavor. Let's just say that. Yeah. So, you know, give yourself credit. So believe in yourself, people. Yeah, in the, even the flailing, I think that there's something to that. Uh, um, when I talk to uh, parents about kids and, you know, they're, they talk to me about like their behavior. And the reason that I think that I'm having all these correlations with kids is because that learning process is similar in, in this sense where, uh, you know, if you're at the beginning of something and you're being developed or you're developing something new, honing into a new skill, you could find yourself feeling a bit childlike and you know that I don't have an issue with that because then that means that you uh, remove some of those limitations and become more explorative uh, you take adventures your curiosity you know the playfulness all of those things are going to be uh, helpful and beneficial um, in your spiritual projection um, progression but uh, when I talk to parents and they're like oh you know like my kid they just kind of keep pushing my buttons I'm like yeah that's what their job is you know and then I kind of give them a visual I'm like imagine that your child is just walking down a really dark hallway they can't see anything it's pitch black what are they going to do you know they're going to go around throwing their hands all over the place trying to find some sort of structure or some sort of like guide and if you think about that in a spiritual sense it it may not be that different you might feel like you're kind of flailing around like the individual from yesterday you know like I'm doing all these things and there's so many you know like thoughts and ideas and that's what that kind of looks like until you find something solid and then you use that as a guide to guide you down this path that might lead you to something else you know like light or whatever it may be like somewhere safe um so that's why I feel like I'm keep I keep doing these correlations because I keep seeing them in in a very similar sense uh, where, you know, it's just this kind of like youthful uh, energy where you're discovering yourself. And I think the kids and adolescents are a good example for that. Oh, for kind sure. of correlation. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great analogy because uh, it, it really is kind of the same thing. And you really do have to kind of in a lot of ways, when you start a new path, even, you know, if you're older, even if you're in the midlife, wherever you're at, uh, in your, you know, in your, in your journey, it's like, anything new is almost like learning how to walk. And when you think yeah. about learning how to walk, I mean, you don't, you know, you're, it, unless you had, you know, awful parents, and your parents didn't get mad at you when you fell down and you were learning how to walk. It's, it's like, you know, you pick, they teach you how to pick yourself up, or they help pick you up, and then you toddle your, you know, yourself down a little bit further, and each, you know, each day you get a little bit stronger and a little bit more confident and a little bit more able and skilled, right? So if we kind of approach it that way with that childlike, you know, and a child left to his own devices or her own devices or whoever they are, whoever they are, um, is going to have that confidence and kind of um, find their way unless the adults around them make them feel, you know, ashamed of their efforts, so like right. our, our own, our natural instincts are just to keep trying until we learn. 
yeah. people around us that teach us like, oh, you should do that sooner or better or faster or differently. And it's like, no, we have our, we all have our own schedule and our yeah. own destiny and our own unfolding time that we take, you know, and that's, that's, that's it. I mean, it's, it doesn't, it's not about, it's not about what society expects. It's about, you know, what your soul needs to do to unfold and to learn its lessons in this incarnation. And that's really a different thing. And that's it. That's, that's a that's spiritual time whereas like you know most people are living in like this temporal time of this idea like oh if i'm not you know successful and you know married by the time i'm you know 30 and i've got this that and the other thing it's like you know those are the kind of schedules that are put on by commercials and the media yeah. <laughs> right and so those are those that's that's not something we yeah do, but it speaks part. to that part that you that you uh mentioned with the shame you know when uh, when I kind of went into my own little human retrograde, I think I'm going to coin that, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, it was because of other people. It was because somebody, you know, I was excited about some of the work that I was doing spiritually. And then this, I think I was like in fifth or sixth grade. And my best friend at the time was like this 40 year old person. <laughs> um, it could have seemed a little odd. Uh, but we would just have conversations about like philosophy and things like that. And uh, they were never able to have uh, kids. So um, it, it was like a, a married couple and yeah, a lot, all of the kids went over because they had all the toys, but anyway, it was safe. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, when, it's, except it's so funny how like now we're so suspect of that stuff, but in younger <laughs> days, it was like, why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. More innocent times. Yeah. But um, it, when it became unsafe was when there was like spiritual conversations. And then I came, you know, uh, after school and I was like super excited about something. And then they're like, Oh no, that's Satan's work. And, oh God. Um, you know, so then I was like, mm, yeah, okay. Gotta go. But it still kind of leaves an imprint, you know? Yeah, I know for sure. And then if you get told it enough, then it really deters you. So that shame aspect or component is I think really important to, um, address because not unless you live in certain uh, communities or perhaps once everyone goes over to um, the cult that you and I are going to start the um, <laughs> Please don't, don't ever use the word cult I know I know we are a, we are community a, a legitimate <laughs> spiritual community that we are creating yeah. for the up up for the upliftment of souls okay yes, that's what yes, we're yes. working on so unless you live in one of those places where you can exactly. encourage to where you're have perfectly safe doing whatever you want to yes. do. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, obviously doing whatever you want to do without hurting or harming anybody else. But indeed. Um, but unless you're in, you know, that kind of an environment, then there tends to be a shame component. Um, I was fortunate that, you know, like um my family incorporates religion and spirituality or religion and like natural healing um, um, elements. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my grandmother and my mom have like a whole lineage of people then and almost like uh, recipe books that are not necessarily written down, but they just get passed down, you know, from yeah, generation of right. like what herbs and remedies and things and teas and ointments that you can do so yeah I was lucky that way too i mean we have uh i've said i've told you before but you know one on one side of my family it's native american and like a, yes 
the uh, Appalachian Appala Appalachian folks Appalachians <laughs> yeah and that's you know very earthy very like close you know a lot of herbal recipes and remedies and so on and then my other side of my family is Italians and of course Italians are very in touch with like natural remedies and spiritual remedies and you know the evil eye and the anti-evil eye and you know different types of different types of you know magic and so forth so it's like that's always kind of been a part of my life. I grew up around you know channeling and spirits and Ouija boards and all of this kind of thing so it's kind of a natural thing in childhood but still like the people around just like you it's like you know it's unfortunate because a lot of like narrow-minded um you know kind of more orthodox thinkers uh tend to like think that anyone who does stuff where you're directly working with spirit or any type of mystical stuff for some reason that's the devil to them mm -hmm. which and i can't quite figure it out because it's like like you know here's your religion that that you know has miracles and magic going on all over right but for some reason <laughs> if like you do that you're the devil it's like right exactly I don't, quite, I don't quite get it but you know that's i just i never heard you know the thing is the, the reality of the situation is that's that's like the organized part of it it's not the original people that founded those things so there you go um we are starting to run out of time uh, we can continue or we can call it a day. What do you think? Um, I think that that I don't I feel pretty good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the only other thing that I was going to say is, you know, uh, often people will make remarks like, oh, those are really expensive rocks when they talk about crystals. Or, How dare they? Right. <laughs> or like essential oils are not going to, you know, it's just like, I, I guess, essentially an expensive oil. Um, <laughs> but. Oh. If it Again, if it makes somebody happy and if they believe it that if if somebody believes that let's say none of this works, right? Let's say they are expensive rocks and just really expensive oils. But if people are finding benefit from it and it's not hurting someone and it's not causing you to, you know, lose your home or anything like that, um, and you're you are finding benefit from it and your life is that much happier, then who the you know who cares who the f cares <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly all right so we have less than a minute so we're going to wrap it up um uh, right. join us on tuesday at 8 yes. pdt uh, follow at angel on the eighth day he's got his contest on there uh angel has an etsy store at angel on the eighth day we have cosmic eye tarot on etsy as well or you can go to cosmic eye.org and please if you have an opportunity uh, to donate to the show here anchor.fm slash cosmic eye and we'll be back next Thursday with another one of these. And we're also doing a very, uh, we're doing a five-part series, Earth, Air, Water, and Fire, and then Spirit uh, is our fifth element. So on the four elements, but then there's going to be a kind of a bonus fifth element. So that's going to be coming up. So watch for that. That'll be next month. Uh, thank you, Angel. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Speak to you soon. All right. Bye.